it's Samilla from Menswear by a Woman podcast. I'm um, actually um, for this season, as I told you, it's called Style Season. I've got a great, amazing illustrator. And you know how much I like illustrators um, in menswear. And as you know, that I illustrate myself. So when I actually saw his work, I had to get him on board and speak to him and see what his style and as he does the most amazing illustrations of menswear. I thought I'd bring him on to Menswear by a Woman podcast. So I'm going to introduce you to Simon McAleese. I hope I've said the surname right. Um, Simon, hello. Hi, Samira. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, you've pronounced it properly, so thank Fantastic. you. Not many people do. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you very much for having me on. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you for coming on board. Um, I just I have to say that some of your illustrations are amazing. Um, they're Thank fantastic. They're, they're very, um, l- very likable and lovable in a sense at, at the same time. Um, sure. How did it all begin? Well, um, well, thanks for the kind words. So basically, um, I think like a lot of people, um, it was during lockdown. <laughs> oh, why? <right. laughs> okay. Um, I'd started, I've always... Um, although I don't have formal training, and I've always I've always drawn in my spare time, but um, okay. I've never shared it with anyone. It's just kind of been like my own hidden pastime, I suppose. Um, and during during lockdown, um, I had started getting more into my clothing, which is kind of ironic because I think a lot of people were going the other way, where they were mainly just wearing like sweatpants and, and hoodies and things but um, I, I'd, I'd been doing some weights I'd got, got myself some weights and been doing weights and I'd filled out a bit and needed a new wardrobe so um, what I wanted to do was rather than just rush out and buy a bunch of new clothes I started following people who I thought were very stylish on Instagram Okay. and um, kind of it's just evolved from there so, um, so yeah I started following people following people started liking their styles and buying a new wardrobe slowly but surely. And then as part of that, I wanted to give something back. And early on, I was a bit camera shy and I wasn't putting myself in front of the camera very often. Right. Um, I think the first few photos in my feed are pictures of my shoes. <laughs> um, and then um, I built up the courage to get in front of the camera eventually. But um, what I wanted to do was start illustrating some of the people who I followed yeah. and I had been inspired by um, again just, just to give something back and at first I was very self-conscious about it because um, I didn't know how people would react and the three time um, it's just kind of taken off and yeah it's quite it's quite funny actually because I was looking back before we spoke and uh, the first person uh, that I illustrated is actually a guy called um, Alex or Yorkshire Denimal on Instagram. All right. And uh, just this, this, this coming Saturday, I'm going to meet him for the first time in Leeds. We're, wow. We've organised a bit of a, a meeting with us and about 20 other people from Instagram are meeting up in Leeds. So that would be nice to come full circle a little bit. Oh, fantastic. I have not met anybody that I've interviewed and, and it's really it's really funny and I'm thinking of um, very soon meeting everyone soon apart from Dawson Denim I think I've, I've met them um, but I don't think anyone else so everybody thinks I, I'm a bit like Banksy <laughs> <laughs> yeah this anonymous <laughs> you know character. just go around um, interviewing everyone you know um, with your style and everything um, 
How did it all begin with style? And what is your style? In terms of my own personal style, I'm more yeah, aware. Yeah, and, and then also about your illustrations as well. Okay, um, I think it kind of began when I was a teenager. I was always quite uh, interested in what I was wearing, and uh, I used to get a bit of stick off my friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, I grew up in rural Northern Ireland, and right. there wasn't And this was kind of before internet shopping was a thing. Yeah. So um, the, the only real shops that you had were the high street chains like Topshop, Topman, Burton, etc. So um, I used to spend a lot of my, my pocket money <laughs> in Top Topman. And uh, yeah, my friends used to always take the mic because I was always just dressed head to toe in Topman clothes. <laughs> um, so, and then I went to university and it kind of, that's where it kind of went up a gear. So there were, I went to, I studied in Sunderland, um, and between Sunderland and Newcastle, there's quite a few menswear shops. And at the time, in Sunderland, there was a, a vintage shop called Rare Ape, mm-hmm. and they used to sell a lot of really cool, like old old flannel shirts and um, like leather jackets and skinny jeans were all their age back in the day and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, when I was a student, a lot of my student loan got spent on, on clothing as well. Um but throughout throughout my my work in life, um, I've always you know that's kind of continued and within the constraints of what what's been office appropriate. So I guess right. um, the last office I worked in um, before lockdown happened, um, it was smart casual, but they were pretty flexible on what you wore. Mm-hmm. So I was I was always quite preppy, I suppose, um, kind of shawl color cardigans and. Always had like a, a button-down collar shirt and, and chinos and things like that. And yeah, um, I think since then my style has changed quite a bit, and that, that's going to be influenced quite quite a lot by the people I follow on Instagram. Um, as you'll know, in in menswear lately, that's well, not just in menswear, um, and, and across across the board, clothing and fits have just become a little bit more comfortable and looser. And I think that's down to two factors. First of all, skinny fit seemed to have been around forever. And I think everyone was sick of squeezing themselves into those skinny tight-fitting tops. And then I think lockdown and the inevitable um, binge-eating, binge-watching of box sets led to everyone falling out a bit. And I think everyone's really welcomed and embraced this the lesser-fitting uh, style that, that we see a lot yeah. more now. yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say that time my style's changed a bit. I started wearing slightly looser fitting clothes. I still not made it to the point where I wear the ultra wide fits that you see some people wear. Um, because I don't, I don't think I can quite get away with it. But um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of in a nutshell uh, my my style journey so far. With your illustrations, right? Um, as you say that you did, you didn't come from um, illust- uh, as an illustrator, did you? You, you just picked yeah. it up during the. How, I mean, some of the illustrations, well, all of the illustrations you do, they're so good. So, <laughs> how, how did it? Did you practice every day, or how was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, my wife says I'm half man, half iPad because I'm, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not doing my day job. Um, I'm just glued to the iPad drawing all the time, and um, but I've always, I've always before before I had the iPad, I was always just sketching on bits of 
bits of paper or when I was in meetings at work, I would always be doodling in the margins yeah. of my, of my notebook and things. Um, but with the whole illustration thing, yeah. my style, it's, like I say, I've always drawn, but since I've started sharing them on Instagram and posting them on Instagram, I think my style's evolved slightly. Yeah. And uh, I've, I, again, I've been reflecting and looking back on some of the earlier drawings and I, I do think it's come on um, quite a bit since then as well. Yeah. Um, and it's it's difficult because I'm still at the stage where, like mo- most artists, I suppose, strive to find their own artistic voice mm-hmm. and, you know, something where you can look at their their work and instantly say, oh, that's by this person or that person. Um, and I think you've got people in the industry who do the same thing as me. Like, I think a good example that most people tend to know is Mr. Slowboy. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah. obviously... We, really talented illustrator, really, really successful, um, probably at the top of the game. But the minute you see a draw and you know that that's Mr. Slowboy. Yeah. I mean, yours is a bit like that, though, at the moment. I feel like um, you found your handwriting, and that's what we... Yeah. Yeah, I think, think, um, you know, with your... um, I think your handwriting, with all of us, I mean, whoever all of us illustrate or draw, um, I think you end up finding your handwriting. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's true. And I'm glad you said that because, I, again, uh, you know, re- reflecting on, on the work I've been producing lately, um, mm-hmm. I do think it's got a bit more of a defined style. Um, yeah. And I think that's just something you build up through time. And, you know, you find what works for you. And what, Because I think it's important, and it's one of the problems with social media and Instagram, it's important as an artist to not be going out and try, and trying to do what's necessarily popular, but do what's true to yourself and yeah. what you think look, looks totally, good. Hundred um, percent. So that that's what I've tried to do, and I think I am settling on my own style. And you know, there's certain little little tells uh, in my drawings now that that I, you know I know that differentiate my work from other people. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a journey. It's been a fun journey, and um, it's got you know it's constantly evolving. Even at you know at, once you find your voice, that voice evolves and changes throughout your career. Um, so how yeah. do you, uh, Simon? How do you begin with it though? When you sit down on the iPad, do you look at all the other menswear brands and then start drawing some of the um, clothing that these particular brands have? Yeah, um, so there's two there's, there's two different types of drawing that I tend to do. Either right. I'm drawing someone I follow and I'll draw them as they are, yep. or um, the ones that the ones that seem to be very popular and the ones that have kind of made my account num- follower numbers um, grow quite rapidly were, are the ones where I've it's almost like a flat lay of an outfit, and um, the way I do that is just as I'm browsing the internet or Instagram, I'll always bookmark or save any posts or or articles where I see I see things that I think oh I would wear that or what would I wear that with and try and build up uh, an outfit that way mm-hmm. and then what I find is and this is a real sad insight into my life <laughs> but if I like <laughs> something I'll sit and draw it and when you're drawing the thing yeah you really focus on all the details definitely so, definitely yeah, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying yeah um, so you, you notice you know what type of what type of collar is it? Where's the stitching? Is it contrast stitching? Yeah, um, yeah. You know what, what's the zip, what's the zips like if there are zips or yeah. just you know what's the what's the, the pattern the fabric like and 
there's things you don't necessarily notice when you're when you're just glancing at them online because no. I think we're all guilty when we go when we go online of scrolling through Instagram absentmindedly and um, but you don't really fully pay attention to things mm-hmm. you know we live in a, an information the information age and we're overloaded all the time. I think and, uh, it's really weird how you'd say that because my, uh, I think at the end of the day, I think people like, I don't know, us lot from design or anything like that, we tend to look at things like details. And um, I mean, I look at details a lot and it drives me up the wall, even when I'm buying stuff. I look at how it's made and it, and I will put the clothes away because if I don't, if I see it's not made very well, I won't buy it. And that's because yeah. of because I've been trained in in that way with detail. Um, I couldn't draw to save my life, and people don't believe this when I say this. Um, I've never done GCSE art, mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I've never done GCSE art because I didn't like my art teacher, so I never did it. Um, mm-hmm. So I ended up. I remember going to Central St Martins, um, doing. Um, I wanted to get into Central St Martins, and. I couldn't get in because I couldn't draw very well. So I took a whole year out and I taught myself how to draw. And I've still got these sketchbooks that I've got, right, where I would sit down and draw about three or four um, images of men. And that's how I, taught, I, that's how I taught myself how to draw. So, and it's really weird when people compliment how I draw now. And it's like, God, there was days, there was a day where I couldn't even draw. <laughs> You know, um, you, you, so I totally understand what you're saying there. And it's and I've actually found these sketchbooks that I had, A3 size sketchbooks, right? I've got about about 15 of them. And all you could see is, right, just drawing of men. And I took a, literally a year out and I was working mm-hmm. somewhere and I took a whole year out. And um, and when I went back to St. Martin's, um, they took me on to the second year. They said, um, they said, would you like to do the second year of BA menswear? Uh-huh. So I totally, um, I totally understand how you, you know, doing your drawings and how detailed you have to be. Totally get that. Now. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm self-taught as well. Um, I again, I, I've always loved art, and yeah, you know, it's always something like even when I was at primary school, my friend and I just to make um, comics where we would you know, do all the illustrations and wow. write the, the silly little stories and things. Yeah. But um, I still remember clear as, as day. I, I think some art teachers have a lot to answer for, like the signs of yours, because well, they kept us behind after assembly um, for those who were interested in GCSE art. Okay. And the, the <laughs> teacher, so I stayed behind to hear what she had to say, and she said, if you're going to do art uh, GCSE, you have to be willing to give up your evenings and weekends because you'll – you need to be um, doing art homework all the time, and <laughs> and as a 15, 16 year old, you're never going to do that. Do. That's the that's the that's the when once you hear that, it's like um, I don't think so. I actually um, I shouldn't be saying this, but um, I ended up doing textiles, but I bunked off m- majority of the time. <laughs> Right, so um, it was weird. It was so funny because I'm doing my GCSE textiles and my teacher said, uh, Samila, we're going to call your parents in because I hardly see you. Yeah. And I started to, oh, what did, oh, God, I was such a drama, you know, and I started to cry my eyes out and I'm thinking, no, miss, don't do this, please, miss. They'll send me back to India. And it's like, and it's like, really? 
<laughs> it was like the <laughs> fake cry ever. But I remember all of this, right? And um, it's it's hilarious because when you look back on it, you just think, if only, if only, mm-hmm. if only I actually said no, I'm going to do this. But I was just, oh, you know. But um, yeah, um, so yeah, that that our teacher. I'd love to go back in time and just say, dear, look. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I would like to go back and say to Miss Robinson. Um, what was it? No, Miss Richardson. That's what her name was, Miss Richardson. And to Miss Richardson, I did the whole lot. I did a BA and MA in fashion. She'd be proud. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's funny the, the way the way life works out sometimes. But I guess you know where where there's a will, there's a way. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, my parents did find out though, um, Simon. My parents they did, did find, find out. Yeah, they found out. That my mum was just like, what is it with you? What What, what do you want to do? <laughs> you know? My mum was like, what do you want to do, kid? What do, do you not want to go to school? It's like, oh, guess. So it was funny. And my dad was like saying, well, if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. Leave it. <laughs> but my mum couldn't believe that I said to, um, to the teachers that they were going to send me to India. And my mum said, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't best pleased about that. <laughs> she was just laughing. She said, "Really, it got to that point." <laughs> it's yeah, it is. You know, it's it's difficult because not to not to digress, but it, yeah. it's difficult when you're in those formative years making decisions that will impact the rest of your life. It's hard exactly. to know what you want to do. Exactly. Um, I'm in my mid thirties now, and still just figuring out what it is I want to do. <laughs> well, I wanted to be an astrophysicist. I never wanted to be a fashion designer. I never wanted to do menswear or anything like that. So, I don't know what happened there. Um, so, with your illustrations um, within that year, um, in trying to get it moving and all that stuff, has it been difficult at all? Or has it been quite the opposite? Um. It's it's a bit of a funny one because, to be honest, with the illustration side of things, so I've I've yeah. done work for um, like a number of companies now. Um, you know, I've, I was contact, the biggest company I suppose would be Zara and Inditex. Oh wow! So they, they yeah they got in touch with me. Um, they just seen some of my drawings on an Instagram. So someone in the marketing team had asked me um, to go create some some illustrations for their for their Asian website. Um, oh, fantastic! Which which it is. So yeah, that, um, but anything I've, d- I've done, um, and I, you know, I've, that's they've not all been big, massive companies like that. There's been a lot of you know smaller independent retailers mm. and and manufacturers as well, and a lot, a lot more closer to home. But uh, anything I've done has I don't like advertise or, or type for work or put in bids or anything or tenders. Uh, anything I've done so far has has been. Um, the people coming to me asking for the work because they like what I do. Yeah. Um, I, st- I still have a full-time job. I, I work in education, so it's... No <laughs> way. Gonna sound, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to be incredible. You're not boring. an art teacher, um, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not an art teacher. <laughs> um, I'm actually... Um, I work for an, an exam board or an awarding body. So what I do is... Okay. Um, I, I write qualifications and assessments so and it, it is as dull as it sounds oh <laughs> so um yeah the art's a nice a nice release so i'm kind of the goal is to become an illustrator full-time right. okay. but um, I'm kind yeah. of a, it's a tricky balance in art because 
I haven't got enough. Uh, uh, the snowball hasn't rolled enough yet for me to to, to give quit. up the day yeah. job yeah. and and take on illustration full time. But so I'm slowly but surely building up my contacts and um, getting my name out there. But it's not something I've ever really done proactively. I, I literally just have an Instagram account, and anything I've done has just been people saying I've seen you on Instagram and I like what you do. Yeah, I mean so the illustrations are fantastic. I must admit, um, they're they're quite fun as well. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's. I try to inject a bit of fun in my drawings because um, at that, that at the end of the day, that's what I think they should be. Um, yeah. I want I want something people want to look at, and um, I think that's one of the reasons, perhaps, that illustrations um, stick out a little bit more um, than than photographs of, of clothing on on social media because. You know, everyone's got a camera phone now and everyone can take pictures of what they're wearing and and everyone can see that. But, um, you know, when you've got, when you're just drawing things, you've got the artistic license then to, to just inject a little bit more colour or, you know, just make them, just make them a bit, a bit more fun for people. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad that you said that. Thank you. Um, with the drawings and all that, right, when you actually sit down, um, what's the first thing that you, uh, that comes up with? Do you come up with the style first or... What, what, how do you how do you go about it? I guess sometimes what I'll do if it's if it's an illustration of an outfit or something like that, I yeah. tend to I tend to start with one with one piece in particular, whether that's a pair of trainers or a yep. jazzy knit or or a hat, <laughs> um, and then I try to build an outfit around that. So it's kind of the same way I would dress. I think about you know what's like the 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 key piece here that I want to build what I'm wearing around and uh, then everything else just falls into place on the back of that. Um, sometimes that can be, like I say, you know, it might be a pair of trainers um, that have like lots of colours going on and I'll maybe try and pull some of those colours out and, you know, maybe include a hat or a t-shirt or something, um, you know, of the same colour or it might be that, okay, this, like for example, today I'm wearing a ridiculously colourful cardigan that's purple with orange lightning flashes down the side. Um, so try if I was drawing that, I would tend to draw more neutral pieces around it. Um, so that that that's the case of art imitating life where I build the outfit on the page the same way I would do it in my head if I was getting dressed. Okay. Um, so that that's kind of how it works in terms of those illustrations. Or sometimes, like, I'll just have an idea. Like, one of the posts I did on Instagram was... Mm. Is swearing allowed on the podcast? Yes, you can. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, it's not overly, overly bad, but um, one of the posts I did was how to build your own dickhead Instagrammer. Um, <laughs> and then I've just like taken all the usual clothes that you see people on Instagram wearing, mm. um, particularly ones I wear. So like New Balance 990s and, um, you know, like engineered garments clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and things like that. Yeah. So I've, I've laid them all out and then I've like, drawn ahead um so it looks like you know you can just cut it out and stick it all together okay um, so sometimes I'll, I'll come up with a concept and then i'll draw um i'll just draw the pieces around that concept oh, wow. um, that's the sort of thing i'm trying to do a little bit more of going forward because I, I find that quite fun yeah um i've got i've got a series that i started illustrating last night actually um and that's again it's come a full circle a little bit because the first outfit illustration type thing I did was uh, I did like a summer wish list last July right, so okay. um, and I 
where I drew, you know, like uh, bucket hat and sun cream and, you know, I think a pair of Birkenstocks and, and shorts and things that you would wear in the summer. And um, I've started doing that again for this summer. And yeah, I quite enjoy doing that. And one of the things I enjoy about social media is I'll often ask people for their input and suggestions. Um, and it's a really good way to find out about new brands. Yeah. It's, I also like, I do feature a lot of big brands, but where I can, I like to include some of the, some of the lesser known uh, independent brands as well. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't have a huge following. I've got about 13,000 followers, but it's still, <laughs> it's I think still it's still nice a lot. <laughs> it's still quite a bit. Um, uh, you're very modest. Um. <laughs> I think if I can help, you know, even if it helps um, get one or two people aware of a, a brand they might not know of. Yeah. And um, it's, nice, it's nice just to sort of, um, you know, pay it forward in the industry. So, yeah. yeah. And then the other the other types of illustrations, of course, are, are just the ones where I'll draw. I'll draw people whose style I really like and I'm influenced by. Um, or I'll just make up characters um, just as kind of like composites of the people I follow or people I've seen in the street and, and things like that. And those can be quite fun as well. So I'll, I'll draw an outfit up, but I'll draw it on the person. And yeah. Simon, who's your style influencer, are they? Oh, in, in terms of the illustrations? Yeah, in, in terms of illustration. Um, I think... <laughs> Uh, when I first started out when I was a kid and I first got interested in art, it was always Quentin Blake because okay. <laughs> yeah. I always loved yeah. the old doll. Yeah. Like Quentin, I always felt like his drawings were so fun and yeah. so full of character despite yeah. how few pen strokes he actually made on the page. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, he was the catalyst for getting me into, into drawing in the first place, but like bringing it up to date um, some of the people I follow at the minute um, and these these are two very contrasting styles but there's a guy um, Jean Julien okay. who uh, again a bit like Quentin Blake he, you know his drawings are fairly straightforward but there's a lot of humour in them and yeah. um, I think he's, he's brilliant at conveying a message or an idea um, in, in a few pen strokes and with just a few colours um, so he's He's great at what he does um, and very successful. And there's another guy, uh, Bertrand Asnar. So Bertrand, A-Z-N-A-R. Yeah. I think I've spelled that correctly. Um, and his work's him. a lot more detailed. It's super detailed, actually. Um, but it's fantastic. It's really, really great work. And um, like some of his pieces, he'll, he's, he's drawn people you know, on, on motorbikes or mopeds and things like that. And and some of the scenes he does, street scenes, there's just so much detail goes into them that they're amazing. And yeah, but those two guys, although they're very different, I really like what they both do. Yeah. Um, and then I think two other people. Um, there's a, a graphic artist called Fiona Staples who illustrates some graphic novels and comic books. Right. Um, one in particular is Saga, which is this like ridiculous um, fantasy set in space. Sci-fi right. set in space, right. and um, her, her illustration style—it's quite clean, but it's yeah. it's really, really stylized and cool. And um, I think she's fantastic, and sort of uh, evolving on from there. There's uh, Jimmy Hewlett, who's uh, one of the members of the band Gorillas. Yeah. So uh, I really like what he does because 
he kind of fuses um, all the types of pop culture and culture more generally, I suppose, and yeah. into into one um, with you know all the characters that that he's he's created for the band, the Gorillas, and he. I think Jamie used to illustrate Tank Girl, the comic book as well, and yeah, uh, yeah he's fantastically talented, and I really like his stuff. His his illustrations are amazing, actually. Um, I, I quite I, like I, his I, illustrations. Yeah, um, I think their illustrations are even you know that band, um, some of the albums um, illustrations, and it's pretty cool. Um, I think um, I remember seeing the first time when I saw one of the first albums, and I've got their first albums. The first thing that attracted me was the illustrations. Yeah, it's it's just really cool. It really mm. it, it stood out at the time, but I think it still stands out now. Yeah, um, even it does. though other people have yeah. done kind of similar things. Um, so yeah, and I, I just thought that was such so they were so ahead of their time with what they did with that, and it was just you know they, they were banned, but they're cartoon characters. How <laughs> does that work? And yeah, I, I just really liked that. Do you see the cartoon, you know, like the illustrations in, sorry, the illustrations, do you see that more in menswear now? Do you see more illustrators? Yeah. Because I'm seeing more and more, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But you're also seeing a um, lot of handwriting, different ty- different ways of um, drawings and illustrations. Do you think yeah. there's too many or do you think more the better? Well, I don't. I don't want to say that there's too many because um, <laughs> that's what I want to do for a living. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've I've definitely noticed even in the past year and a half, two years, um, there seems to be more and more. I think what's happened is there's been one or two people who've done it early and, and been successful. Yeah. And then I think companies have seen have seen other companies use illustrators. Yeah. And think, oh, hold on, there's a different way of conveying our brand or yeah. displaying our image or displaying our product and yeah it's it's definitely becoming more prevalent and um, there was an article in GQ uh, a few months back maybe at the end of last year and uh, what what it was was um, is the next big menswear influencer a, an illustrator mm-hmm. um, and you know I had I had like about a dozen people contact me on Instagram saying oh have you seen this article it's like it's exactly the sort of thing that you do Um so yeah, I do, I do think there are a lot of people doing it now, um, but I do think it's a good thing. Yeah, um, I think it's a brilliant thing actually. I, I do think so. I think it, it. I don't know. In some ways, people have asked me about this before, and they've said, "Why do you think that the illustrations are are so popular?" And and I don't mean mine per se. I just mean generally. Um, mm. And I I always think that why that is is. You can, as we, as we touched on earlier, you you know you can inject a bit more fun into an illustration. You know, yeah. you, you're not bound by the constraints of reality. You can draw whatever you want, and um, you know, play to people's imagination. And not only that, it can just it can be more stylized. And I think as well, and this sounds really silly, but I think in the past, um, not just on social media, but not advertising and things. It's always been like the the six foot two, like really muscly, good looking people <laughs> who are um, modelling the clothes and you know, they're, they're airbrushed to the nth degree. Yeah. And I look at it and think, I'll I'll never look like that in that <laughs> t-shirt or that that shirt or whatever. You know, I just, that's just not me. And in a really 
silly way, I sometimes think that you can see like a cartoon character wearing something. Like that. And I find that more yeah. relatable. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's just because I like illustrations and, and drawing um, so much, but I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think it's in- I I, I, I I think it's um I think it's it's changing the everybody wants to see something artistic. I'm not saying that designs mm. aren't artistic, but also no. because when when you're designing and all that stuff, right? And when I'm designing, I actually start drawing illustrations because I want the I want to see how the look looks and you know the, uh, the styling of it. And I normally do that. But at the same time, I think with illustrations, you're right, a hundred percent. I mean, you can do whatever you want, right? You can. Yeah. It's it's just basically, you know, you're actually coming up with the style. You're creating it, um, so it's it's a it's a different level to photography or fashion shoots or anything like that. Um, but you're actually coming up with it, and you're you know you're bringing out your artistic skills. And I think a lot of people want to see that now. Um, and I think the yeah. I think um, the um, the lockdown helped even more <laughs> because we all were majority of us were going back and drawing well I was I, I started to do more drawings during the lockdown than ever you know um it, yeah. definitely with illustrations I was just there was one point where I was just you know I was drawing away um not realizing I was enjoying it so much Simon I just forgot about COVID that it existed <laughs> you know I didn't even I totally forgot about COVID that it existed and that was a way of um I don't know. It was just a way of um, because none of us had time to do these things, you know. Yes, no, I complete, I completely relate to that. Um, again, I started drawing a lot, lot more. I, you know, I'd always drawn, but I drew a lot, yeah. lot more uh, when when lockdown happened. Uh, first of it was having was having the extra time, like you say, to actually do it. But again, it was it was a mental health thing, really. It was yeah, a, a means of exactly. escapism, and you know. I could just stick some music on, yeah, um, get out a pen and paper or get out an iPad, and the hours would just fly by. Um, and yeah, you just forget about your troubles and yeah. And mm-hmm. so, uh, what's the next part in your illustrations? What's the next bit? Uh, well, um, that's, that's tricky. Um, I've, <laughs> I've got to the point now where I'm at a bit of a crossroads, I think, because, like I said, everything I've done so far has all been. Um, people coming to me and saying we like what you do you need to do some work for us Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, with me wanting to do it full time eventually um, Mm -hmm. I would like to build up a contact base a little bit more and I'm going to have to start approaching people uh, proactively and trying to trying to type my wares I suppose and see see if if they're interested in in me working for them Um, so yeah, it's it's not an easy one because I've 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 not done it much. I've contacted maybe two or three magazines and and offered my services, but they've they've come back and said they've already got enough illustrators on board or or what have you. But um, obviously, there's so many different companies that you could contact that you could potentially end up working with, and sometimes I think you just it's about being be, getting a little bit lucky as well, and and just getting the right contact to to hook you up with the right the right job, and, and things can can go from there. But um, yeah, it's uh, I kind of need to sit down and take stock of what my my next steps are. And 
Simon, do you have any style icon? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, do you know what? I don't actually think I do. Um, I okay. think there are. There's a few photographs of uh, Harrison Ford in the seventies, and right. I think he looked incredibly cool. You probably know some of the photographs. I mean, um, just yeah, just really, really effortlessly cool. And he looked. The photographs looked like they were of like a a young guy taken in the last year or two. But they right. were Harrison Ford fifty years ago or something. Um, but no, I don't tend to. This is where I might be a bit of an anomaly, I suppose, in, <laughs> in terms of mental illustrators, because I think a lot of people have their like style icons and follow like the big fashion houses, and you know they know all the all the designers and and things like that. But I tend to I'm more influenced by everyday people, if I'm honest, um, and people I follow on Instagram, like just everyday people. And I, the reason for that, and again. It's. I just find it more relatable. So, if I see someone who I think I can identify with, and they look a little bit like me, just like a scruffy thirty-something-year-old, and they're wearing <laughs> something and it looks good, and I'll think, well, I could probably, I could probably pull that off as well. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, just everyday people. Uh, and I don't want to start naming names because I'll leave, I'll leave some people out, and that wouldn't be fair. No. But um, yeah. How did you come up with the Instagram name? <laughs> uh, when I first started my account, that was a, a, maybe a year or two before I started using it properly. Yeah. So I had this account and I didn't really use it. And I was just on the spot trying to think of a username. And I still don't remember for sure where it came from. But I feel <laughs> like I feel like it was from The Simpsons. I feel like uh, Ms. Krabappel wrote on Bart's school report that he was deliberately indifferent or something like that. Right. And that was where it came from so you know I'd like to say it's got some really deep uh, meaning but um, no it was just something I think I heard on The Simpsons right okay because um, I thought it might I thought it might be something with South Park or something yeah it could you see that, that it's in that sort of ballpark but um, yeah it could be I, I, I don't know for sure if, if anyone's listening and, and they know <laughs> what, what, uh, please get in touch with Simon and, yeah get in touch with Simon <laughs> and let him know <laughs> you know <laughs> um, so no um you know I, I wish i had i'm gonna have to invent some cock and ball story about what, well, how know, what it all means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know just add an air of, of mis- mistake to it but no it's uh it's just something i thought of on the spot <laughs> with the illustrations um do you get um are they characters um it, it, that's something I, I want to develop more of again okay. kind of like that gorilla style so um there was one of the early illustrations i did yeah. was um it was someone in like in the film deer hunter uh robert de niro wears uh a, a jacket by a company called hollywood bar yeah. so i had drawn this jacket and then i wanted to draw someone wearing it but right. um, I drew I drew like an alien's head on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason for that was because then I wanted to I wanted to include it on the front of like a a, a mock up of a beer can. Right. And because quite a lot of what I do, I kind of lampoon the whole. Um, I just take the I just take the mic out of myself, really, because I think it is it is quite a funny thing to do. You know, here's here's a picture of what I'm wearing today. Look, everybody, <laughs> and uh, 
you know, I think a lot of us that do that are quite stereotypical craft beer drinking hipster type people. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to draw it in case it looked like too much like someone in particular. So I was like, right, I'm going to draw an alien's head on this and then I'm going to call it craft beer drinking hipster swear word. <laughs> so, um, but I've been looking back at the, uh, some of those early drawings and I've been doing a few doodles on my pads and uh, I think I would like to kind of introduce like a recurring character in some of my drawings where I'm, obviously if I'm not drawing a portrait of someone, then yeah. I've got these stock characters that I can yeah. use and, yeah. and develop those characters through time. What would you say to someone who wants to, st- wants to go into illustration like yourself? Oh, that's, um, that's a tough one. I think, <laughs> what would I say? I think the first thing I would say is um, if, if you enjoy drawing and you've got a passion for it, yeah, then go for it. And like I say, any like I've worked for some big companies, I've worked for some small companies, I've made like some really good friendships through it, and mm. a lot of contacts, and that's all just been by posting it on social media. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's a bit of a balancing act because you you. Sh- like I said earlier, you shouldn't be going out chasing likes because I don't think that's how that's no. how you get success. No, uh, I think you should be true to your own artistic voice and what you like. And if you like it, and other people like it, then it'll it'll take off. If you start drawing things that you really aren't just interested in, and you're not passionate about what you're doing, I think it shows in the work. And if you're not fully engaged with it, then I think other people don't end up engaging with it either. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I think I suppose um, boiling that down, what we're left with is just be true, be true to yourself, and draw draw what interests you in a style that you like, and that's that's the that's the key foundation really. And going from there, don't don't be afraid to share it with the world. I was really self-conscious the first few drawings I started posting and uh, people were really kind about about them and when I look back on some of them they, they maybe weren't that good <laughs> but um, yeah just don't don't be afraid to, to show your work because if you don't then no one will ever know and but yeah uh, and I, I guess another thing and, and this isn't maybe just so much for illustration but for or just for life in general is, is just just try and be just do right by other people and they'll do right by you. Um, yeah, always always give your best and, and be honest with people and you'll, you'll get that same treatment back most of the time. That is a very lovely saying, actually. Um, on that note, um, Simon, I'd like to thank you for coming on board and it's been absolutely lovely having you on board on Men's Way by Women podcast. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for having me, Shamila. It's, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Simon. And um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the uh, illustrations. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I need, I need to get cracking. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I can't wait, actually. Um, they're amazing. They're really, really amazing. Well done. Thanks. Congratulations. Thanks again. Thanks again. Thank you.